In the gospel today, Jesus continues to tell us parables about the kingdom of heaven. I believe this is now the third week in a row that we've been hearing all of these parables from the 13th chapter of St. Matthew's gospel. And when we think about the kingdom of heaven and these parables, naturally we're going to think about eternal life in heaven. But we can also think about how we anticipate eternal life here on earth. And the way that we anticipate the kingdom of heaven here on earth is by living a life of grace, which is to say, a life lived in friendship with God. So with that in mind, let's take a look at the first two parables. The first parable we hear today, a man stumbles upon this treasure in a field, and immediately he goes and sells all that he has so he can buy that field and get that treasure. In the second parable, there is a merchant searching for fine pearls. We hear that when he finds that pearl of great price, he sells all that he has to buy that fine pearl. So the point of these two parables should be quite obvious. Friendship with God here in this life, a life of grace, is such an amazing gift. It is so awesome that it is worth sacrificing anything and everything to have it. That's what we should see in the image of these fine pearls and this treasure in the field, living a life of grace as the highest good, a good that is worth giving anything to possess. I remember when I was in college, uh, occasionally some of the guys in the dorm would stay up really late at night uh, playing Texas Hold'em poker. And uh, these games got so intense that they would oftentimes draw a whole crowd of spectators. Occasionally, I would drop in to watch them play. And what I noticed is that the game always got really, really intense when someone would be very risky and decide to go all in. When they'd go all in, everyone held their breath, even the spectators, wondering what would happen. But that player who went all in thought it was worth the risk. It was worth it because the reward was so much greater. To be a faithful Catholic, we must be willing to take that risk, the risk of faith, which means going all in. And in order to do this, in order to be all in, we're going to need to let go of some things in our lives. Just like this man who finds the treasure lets go of everything else he has. He sells it all. And the merchant who finds the fine pearl Let's go of all that he has. He sells it all off for that fine pearl. So we too, in order to have the highest good of a life of grace, need to let go of some things in this life. What are some of these things? Well, for starters, we need to let go of control in the present and planning for the future. Because this life is hard, We oftentimes want to grasp at things so we can find some sort of security in our own control, in our own planning. But this is not what it looks like to live a life of faith. To live a life of faith means to entrust every single day to God and to his providence, believing that his providential plan is much more beautiful and much greater than our plans. So we need to let go of control, let go of our planning, We also, of course, need to let go of our sins. What distinguishes Christians from those in the world is not just that they they have more moral rectitude or that they behave better. Rather, what distinguishes them is that they don't want to just explain their sins away or find a way to condone them. 
Rather, we own up to our brokenness and we are contrite before our own sin. We are repentant insofar as we are trying to put our sins behind us every day so that we can live that life of grace more intensely. So we need to let go of our sins to seek after that highest reward. We also need to occasionally let go of goods in this world. God often calls us to let go of lesser goods, things in this world, honors, wealth, pleasures, for the highest good of a life lived in friendship with God. So we need to let go of some things. We need to take the risk, the chance of leaving those behind that we might seek God. This, of course, fills us with a little fear, though, because we oftentimes find security in all these things we hang on to. And so it's a little scary to think about letting these things go by the side. One thing that can help us here is not just uh, more discipline or a better strategy or a new routine, but rather what can help us is seeing how beautiful it is to live a life of grace. That is, appreciating more deeply what it means to know and love God and what it means to live as a friend of God. The more we appreciate friendship with God as that fine pearl, as that treasure of great, of great price that's worth giving anything for, then we are more willing to let some of these, these things go by the wayside. In the second reading today, St. Paul encourages us and gives us some perspective to see how beautiful it is to live a life of love, a life of love for God, a life of grace. What he says is truly remarkable. He makes a claim that should surprise us all. He says, all things work for good for those who love God. All things, without exception. In a philosophy course, I once had a professor who would lose his mind if you'd ever say all or none. He would ask you, do you really know what you're saying? Not one exception when you say all or none. St. Paul, though, knew what he's saying in this letter to the Romans. All things work for good for those who love God. Why can he say this? Well, he can say it because in Christ, God has proven himself victorious over all things in this world. Even the many forces that plague us throughout our lives, sickness, illness, disability, frustrated plans, dashed hopes, broken hearts, Christ has proven himself victorious over all of these things. So he has the power to wield all of them for our good. So if we love God and are living as friends of God, God will use all things in some beautiful and good way. So friends, God does not call us to be half-hearted Catholics. No, he calls us to be all in. But to be all in, we need to let go of some of these things in the world. But in light of the supreme glory of living as a friend of Christ, those things mean very little. So let us pray for deeper faith to truly appreciate the life of grace that has been given to us, to truly appreciate friendship with God as that pearl of great price and as that treasure hidden in the field.